Welcome to Bring Your Own, a catch-all bookish most of the time podcast. I'm Brandy. I'm Kendra. I'm Kayla. And today we are fantasy girlies. Actually, we are fantasy mm-hmm. girlies most of the time. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. But today we're specifically talking <laughs> fantasy. Um, but before we jump in, what are we reading? What are we drinking? Brandy, how about you go first? Because I feel like you never oh, go okay. First. Sounds good. <laughs> um... I don't have any fun drinks today. Womp, womp. Daniel drank my last LaCroix. But <laughs> I am currently reading. Yeah, boo. I am currently reading. I'm still reading Tempt Our Fate. We recorded a bunch of episodes really close together. Yeah. So I feel like I've been, it sounds like I've been reading that for a really long time. But I the release date is tomorrow as of this recording. So I'm going to try and finish it tonight. Um, but I'm also rereading Out on a Limb because I missed them, especially after talking to Cuties. Hannah. Yeah. yeah. And then listening to The Rebel King, which is the second book in the Kingmaker series by Kennedy Ryan. And it's so good. Um, Yeah. So I probably will be finishing that tomorrow. I only have like two hours left. I'm so glad that you like it. You do. But Kayla, it's it's not going to hit as hard for you because you're not a Scandal fan. It's hitting so hard for Brandy. Oh, "Oh my God, this is Scandal. Not just a Scandal girly. I'm a Fitz girly. I'm an Olitz girly. I feel like everybody is reading it right now, and not everybody's a scandal girly, but they're obsessing over it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's really good, but I just like FOMO. I was texting Kendra while I was reading it, and I was like, oh my God, this moment was so fits. Oh my God, this moment was so fits. Like, I think you'll still really like it because it's really well written and it's really entertaining, but it's like, it's. Mm -hmm. What about Kayla? What if we. What if you watch Scandal? I can't. I can't ask I, Kayla to watch anything no, right now because I. Cannot. I still have to finish. I watch all of Gosh- Yeah, I still watch all of Gossip Girl for you. Wait, do I'm it for sorry. me. Yeah, I'll do watch it for Brandy. No, no, no! I have to think on what I would want you to watch. Okay, okay. Think about it. Ponder it. What are you reading and drinking okay. in the meantime? I don't have a Coke Zero, but I do have a Sprite because I wanted something like refreshing switching it up today oh. um i know you're like oh, i don't like, like what this the, what <laughs> um, and i'm not listening to anything currently but i started last night i literally only got like three chapters in salt kiss by sierra simone because i did read the prequel to the series um so very curious to see where the story goes in that one um, and I just want to say I was just at Target like record before recording this episode and I saw Kingmaker and Rebel King and I was like, mm, should I get it? And then I was like, no, I want to hear Jason Clark. So I didn't I didn't get the books, but I will definitely be reading that soon this fall sometime. Do the audio. <laughs> Both of them just sitting there smiling like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do the he's audio. Been, he's so good. The the female narrator isn't bad. It's my first time listening to her. I forget her name, but Jason's kind of like. Okay, yeah, her. Jason's just doing such first name basis. Jason <laughs> such a good job. I mean, we're um, basically besties, you guys, at this point are. with Jason. So Yeah, we got a book Bonanza. Yeah. If you're listening, Jason, um <laughs> You're eating. <laughs> yeah, this is such a great performance. You're amazing. You. He can Kendra. really do it all because like small town. Like I'm just like giddy. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra, I tracked down an original cover, so don't buy it. oh thank you i was literally about to use my like i was on pango and i kept seeing i was like okay once my money hits from pango i was gonna buy some but well i can't find the second one so if you find the second one i couldn't find the rebel king she wanted the original cover the out of print cover of the kingmaker because i just think it captures the series it's like it's like a black and white with like gold lettering and i like that one better too and i saw somebody that was selling two for some reason so i bought oh yeah okay yay okay um yeah they're really the new covers are just it's just bloom being bloom they're so fucking ugly flowers yeah, yeah like that that's them they're so hot um oh fuck ready i want to i want to say something but i don't want to now it'll be a spoiler because we won't kill it read it but i'll talk to you about it after okay Okay, um, let's see. I am currently drinking water. Guys, last night I drank a whole bottle of wine and then I went to cycle this morning and I had a tummy ache Sweat and I did out. so bad. Aww. Yeah, but I, I did so bad. I placed eighth. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Those mountain bitches. No, those mountain bitches kicked my ass. I was like, okay, I need to stop drinking. If, I know, if I'm going to have cycle in the morning, don't drink the night before. So if anyone's doing cycle, don't drink the night before. <laughs> um, okay, 
reading, I started, I've been in a massive reading slump all month. So I've been like DNFing so much. Like I probably have said I've read 12,000 books on this podcast and I have not finished a single one. <laughs> but I did just start Sweeten the Deal by Katie Shepard. It's about a 22-year-old MBA student who used to be like a tennis star and she inherits a shit ton of money. But she has like no dating slash social experience. So she's going to become like a sugar mama, I think. And she's going to get involved with this guy who's like 10 years older than her. Who's like this artist mm. that is just got out of a relationship. Um, I've only read the first two chapters, but I think I'll like it. And then I'm listening to Thank You for Sharing by Rachel Runya Katz. I'm almost done. I have like le- like maybe an hour and a half left. It's not bad. I think it's like a pretty solid debut. Do not recommend doing the audio. The male narrator is awful. Has one of the worst voices I've ever heard in my entire life. So yeah. I have just gotten more and more and more picky about narrators as I continue to, you know, read. (laughs) I just can't. I just, I can't tolerate a bad narrator these days. Yeah. And it sucks because like sometimes I know an audio would just help me just get through it. And I just hate that because I... Yeah, and I feel like I might like this more if it had a different voice. So mm. yeah, that's mm. rough. Let's jump in. <laughs> I thought it was so funny that Brandy was like, "Oh, we're all fantasy girlies." She was definitely only talking about. But <laughs> I said, "Well, a yeah, lot of <laughs> <laughs> No, um, two thirds of this podcast are fantasy girlies. I am a novice when it mm-hmm. comes to fantasy. I'm not called to it like these two are. It's just not my ministry. I like my contemporary worlds. I don't like my brain having to do a lot of <laughs> busy work. So today we're going to talk about what our sort of like starter pack fantasy books are because even though I don't enjoy fantasy as much as these two, I have read, I think, some pretty good yeah, ones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Probably the basic ones, yeah. but I I think they're they're pretty good. So yeah. I think we're just all going to like go around, share our picks, and then later do some like maybe rapid fire of like fave couples, fave this, fave that, all in yeah. regards to fantasy. Before we do that, I'm curious, from your guys' story graph, how many books have you read that are classified as fantasy so this far this year? year? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm going to guess three. Yeah, take a and I'm No, gonna right. really? Three? Okay, Belladonna mine and is... Foxglove are two for you at least. Yeah, Belladonna Foxglove, those are two at least for you. But I have read so far this year 20. Jesus Christ. Whereas last year I only read... 16 so i'm already outpacing what i read last year but all the year before that though i read like 25 so i read 24 oh, oh nice. my damn mm-hmm. oh slay saying i read five i lied Slay. there you go <laughs> look yeah. at you doubting yourself <laughs> yeah but you know a lot of it just goes in one ear out the other so oh my goodness <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my god and only one of them i read physically the rest i had to do on audio yeah <laughs> I had. I had to. Yeah. Have you guys like, well, Kayla, because Kendra just kind of shared that she's not a huge fantasy girly, but Kayla, have you always read fantasy like since you got into reading? I mean, I think that the pipeline for the YA dystopian to fantasy girly in 2023 is pretty, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty related. Because, um, yeah, I don't know that like Divergent or Hunger Games, I don't know that th- those don't necessarily count as fantasy although i guess they are like shelved in the fantasy slash sci-fi section ya section of a bookstore right so i mean yeah i've always been interested in those kinds of books and then when i got back into reading during the pandemic i mean one of the first big series that i picked up was akatar and that helped me kind of get back into fantasy so trains never really stopped you know yeah that's kind of like exactly my trajectory is like I was a huge Hunger Games girly and then when I got back into reading the first fantasy series I actually read was the A Touch of Darkness series by Scarlet St. Clair so that was kind of like it's a different one and then I read Crescent City right after that and then that propelled me more into fantasy oh wow I would go to Barnes and Noble and like I would only read YA so I would go straight to the YA section and I used to get so pissed off I'm like why is this like whole row fucking fantasy you know and that I don't care like I was like why is it taking up so much stuff and then 2020 hit wow so like I guess we all kind of got into it somehow in the pandemic 2020 hit and I kept seeing TikToks about Serpent and Dove on Pinterest and the Serpent and Dove series was my first ever fantasy series that I read. Wow. And it That's gets shit on a lot. Yeah, but I had a great time and we don't talk about the last book. So oh. <laughs> I haven't read that one. I haven't either. Um, 
It's okay. He's a ginger, right? Yeah, but he's hot. Reed oh. is so hot. I can go get the fan art if you want. It's, he's so hot. and But it's mainly Lou, the girl who like carries it on her back. I think she's so great. It's just such a fun series. So if somebody came up to you and was like, I want to read a fantasy book for the first time. Let's say an adult comes up to us and says, I want to read a fantasy book for the first time. <laughs> well, You're because like, like, I'm thinking like, I'm not going to recommend. <laughs> right. Anything sure. Like, yeah. Like, where would you tell them to start? If you had to pick like a YA book, a YA fantasy and an adult fantasy book, where would you tell them to start? I mean, like, it, honestly, Serpent and Dove, like, it was so much fun. <laughs> but that series does get shit on, like, a lot. And there are, like, some very valid criticisms of it. But, like, if you're like me, someone who doesn't like fantasy, I would say, like, what's your favorite fantastical TV show? And for me at the time, it was Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So I was like, holy shit, I love witches. I can read about witches. So then... Serpent and Dove, witches, like it was a no brainer for me. I was like, witches. But... I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, she's a witch. witches. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. She's a, she's a witch. She's a badass witch, too. Um, She's a witch and he's a witch hunter. Mm. Yeah, you see? <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, So I either that one, but like, I don't want, don't make fun of me, guys, if you're listening. I almost also want to say Legendborn too, if you're like not into fantasy at all, because it's just con- it's contemporary fantasy. But the thing mm-hmm. with Legendborn is that there's so much Arthurian magic. That's it's a little confusing. Yeah, I, I when what. thinking about what I would pick, I for my YA option, I was actually leaning towards Legendborn at first. However, I ended up not picking that one because sometimes the magic systems of both of the magic systems you get a little confused i mean i got confused and i think that i read a pretty good amount of fantasy so i didn't pick that one but for my ya pick i actually think i would recommend a series that i never talked about like ever on here on the podcast i've read it but like i don't talk about it often because like i've read in my opinion so much better things however i think this is a good place to start because it's very very easy to understand and it's the um these hollow vows series by lexi ryan oh, oh i read God. the first one of that one you did mm-hmm. oh, i didn't know that i, I mean never it's, finished a, it. it's a it's a decent series mm-hmm. um it's not like the most amazing thing you'll ever read but it's a decent series to start because like i said it's very easy to understand the writing is very simple sounds like such a bad thing to say but it's like it's just simple writing easy writing to understand the world is easy to understand and yeah it's like a good one to start because it's got humans and it's got fae so i really enjoyed that series for what it was so i think that's my ya pick that one is like super classic like it it gives very like 2010 in the best way like the best parts of 2010 right in like a more modern time obviously mm-hmm. because there's like a love triangle and exactly. there's like the good guy and yeah. the bad guy and is the bad guy really a bad guy like meh, meh, meh. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, the dark-haired morally gray character mm-hmm. yeah very much yes that vibe you guys know monica um mm-hmm. she actually just told me to read that series because i was telling her oh, really? i was telling like you guys yeah because i wanted something that felt like fall and she was like well i know you're not a big fantasy person but it feels like this fall. series feels like fall yeah mm-hmm. it's good on audio if you can find it on libby or hoopla it's good on audio i believe you i believe Kendra, you're so <laughs> anyway I recommend that series if you're starting out in YA fantasy. And then for adult, I i mean, I've said this before, but I think that Fourth Wing is a great place to start if you would like to read an adult fantasy. I don't think that it's very difficult to understand at all. I think that there's a lot of characters, but I don't think that all that it's hard to follow by any means. And I think, and I know a lot of people that have read Fourth Wing that have never read fantasy before and they thoroughly enjoyed that book because like we've again i've said this but it gives very much nostalgic vibes it gave me such nostalgic vibes especially for a series like divergent which i loved growing up so would definitely recommend starting there yeah for me i think i I mean this is definitely not an unpopular pick but i think i have recommended uh the folk of the air series to so many people um which is like the cruel prince books if you People, I feel like a lot of people don't know that they're called the Folk of the Air series. I know. Um, so I yeah. almost said that one, but I'm so protective of that series. Like, I can't, I can't take someone not. You say that you're not a big fantasy girlies, but you love, uh, you love that series so much. You literally have a tattoo 
on your arm. I do. You love but them. I, that's just, it's different. It's built different. Oh, okay. it's not I, like the other okay. girls. It truly is not. Yeah, like it, the other girls. it truly is not like the other girls. And that's why I say, like, I think it gets people like interested in reading about like magic systems. Mm. And I think because Jude is a human existing in a fantasy world, I think that's like way more accessible for a lot of people who haven't read a lot of fantasy. And I just think the, prose in it is just like very mature while also still being extremely accessible to a lot of people and I've never recommended that series to somebody and had them come back and tell me they don't like it so Mm -hmm. and so I that's just like my go-to YA pick it's like Mm -hmm. it's popular it's one of those ones where it's like it's popular for a reason it's stuck around for years and years and years on book talk for a reason like the Crip Prince is not a phase it is it's not here to stay yes I remember when I first started that series I I didn't know like pretty much anything going into it I started that series and I didn't know that it like took place in present time technically like in that Jude was a human living in a human world that goes into you know this magic magical world I didn't know that and so when it woke like uh, opened with her and she's like sitting in her kitchen what is she like eating fish sticks or something like that and I'm just like what's going on I was so confused yeah yeah okay but I will say with Cruel Prince like I was just hesitant to recommend it to new people because like that first book people always like they're like I'm bored because there's so much political stuff happening like I feel like you have to that's why I'm like damn like I get it yeah and when I do recommend it to people I make sure to say like what has become like now like when you see people recommending the Cruel Prince you hear them say don't read it for the romance the romance is a bonus and you're mm-hmm. gonna love the romance, but it's not the main plot. So I just like I always make sure to do that. And for my adult picks, uh, or pick, I think I read slightly more non-romanticy adult books. Like almost all my YA fantasy books are romanticy, but for adult, I read a lot of non-romanticy. Mm-hmm. And this is again another really popular pick, but if people can stomach like gruesome storytelling, I will always recommend the Poppy War trilogy. I just think that series is incredibly well written and not to say the exact same thing that I said about the Cruel Prince series, but it's like really, really accessible while still feeling extremely intelligent. Like I finished those books feeling smarter, but I didn't feel dumb while I was reading them, if that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, I just think the story is so engaging, but there is no romance. I saw somebody recommend that fucking book as an enemies to lovers series. And I was like, you yeah. need to go touch grass, get outside, breathe some fresh air. But either that one, or if you like a money good time, Dark Olympus series by Katie Robert. <laughs> I thought that wasn't technically fantasy because like aren't they like she can't decide she truly cannot make up her mind if that series is fantasy or not because in the first book there's like a magical bridge that you can't cross and nobody in the city of Olympus can leave because of this magical barrier but there's no other fantasy elements oh oh my god yeah but great smut just wanted to throw that one in there fun yeah fun times okay oh I didn't I didn't have an adult pick but I don't have one you don't have one? I don't have. No, because it's like, no, I don't. I, so I don't know why I'm complaining. Like, oh, I don't have an adult pick. But I'm like literally sitting here like, oh, I don't know. I don't read a lot of like, the only adult fantasy I've read Akatar. is like Crescent City. Well, Akatar and Crescent City, yeah. But like, yeah. it's like, oh. I yeah. think every, everyone knows at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, unpopular opinion, just because my friend Javian just finished Throne of Glass. But I don't like that series. And anyone listening, you can fight me about it. We can argue about it. I DNF'd it. <laughs> Kayla likes it more than me, even though I read it before her. I, I like it. it. I like it, but it is my least favorite Saturday Mass series. So do with that information yeah. what you will. I just know that one day I made a video about being a Jude girly. I was like, oh my God, Jude's the baddest bitch ever. Like those weren't my exact words, but I was praising her and all these fucking Aelin bitches came into my comment section like, <laughs> oh, what about Aelin? I didn't mention Aelin. I didn't tag Aelin. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then I had to like dog walk half of them in the comments like, Jude was a human. Jude did this as a human. Da, da, da. Oh, anyways, that's why I think that's honestly why I don't like the series because that one video oh. turned me off. Every time I see somebody be like, Farah is weak and Farah only cares about Reese and blah, blah, blah. And Aelin, Aelin, Aelin. I'm like, Aelin's so fucking annoying. <laughs> I think she's so, so annoying. <sighs> anyways, yeah. later. She is. So, Brandy just talked about the Poppy War, which is 
not at all a romantic book, but now we're going to talk about romantic books, which is basically a book, a fantasy book, where you cannot take out the romance and still have the book make sense, right? So it's not a subplot. It's part of the plot is the romance. So do you have a favorite romantic book or series? I have a couple. But I can't <laughs> pick. I one of my like not super popular faves is The Winter King by C.L. Wilson. I've talked about I I'm like gonna find this woman and pay her thousands of dollars to finish this series because she hasn't put a book out since 2018. She's never gonna finish it. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but wow. Uh yeah, The Winter King is the first book in the Weather Mages of Mistral series, and it's not very well known, but Janessa, who's at Mimo Reads on TikTok and Instagram, sang this book's praises so much that I was like, I have to try it. I fell so in love with them. I am so obsessed with them. The entire plot is their romance. Like, you absolutely cannot have this book mm. without them because it's an, um, it's an arranged marriage where they're from two, like, warring kingdoms and to create an alliance, they have to get married and kind of like the, the king of the summer kingdom like tricks the winter king by being like yeah i'll give you one of my daughters but he gives her he gives him his like least favorite daughter that he's kind of disowned and anyways i think they're really hot and i think it's funny and i love that book and kayla just kind of likes it and it hurts my heart <laughs> yeah i gave it four stars <laughs> that's a good rating that's a good rating four stars right. anyways anyway <laughs> The magic system in it is so fun too because it's like all weather magic. So she's like a storm bringer and I he thought controls. she was Elsa for a bit for a minute. She's not. No, she brings like thunderstorms I know. and rain and lightning I know, and shit. But... And he obviously is the winter king. He controls the winter and ice. And like his He's magic like is like yeah, he is like Elsa. He's a big male Elsa. And nice yeah, he's got like long white hair and He's like seven feet tall and his mm, magic Elsa is, or is Santa. A... <laughs> he doesn't have a beard. Um, Hot Santa. Yeah. Big rip <laughs> Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and his magic is like eating him from within. And that's like a big plot point of the book is he like made a deal with his winter God in order to save his kingdom. And as a result, his like, magic is eating him from within it's really i just love that book any chance i get to talk about it i will talk about it i don't know if it's my favorite romanticy book but it's one of them i have a couple because i can't pick i'm just gonna gloss over them because i've talked about them so many times but i mean classic akamath we all know and then i mean more recently uh why fantasy has been really killing it for me this year mm-hmm. and I mean, Divine Rivals was a big one. Belladonna, I read in January. Still think about Death and Cigna like every day of my life. And then lastly, the new edition would be The Ballad of Never After by Stephanie Garber, Jackson Evangeline. I love that book. But Jax, if you read that series, just know that Jax is the is the best part of that whole that whole series. Without him, it would be nothing. It would be dust. Oh, so yeah. you hate the girl. I don't hate the girl, but so you hate women. Uh, that's not what I said. Mm. I didn't women. actually rewind the tapes. That's not what happened. <laughs> um, Kendra, Kendra you have a do fave? you have a favorite? Guys, I'm going to sound so basic. <laughs> of course, it's Akamath. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a classic. Uh, like, for I know. a reason. Listen, though, like for everyone listening, I'm just not a fantasy girl. I have to keep saying that. Like, I know there's probably better, more out there. It's just I don't know. We're just this. This episode is also just Brainy and I trying to sell Kendra on a bunch of wrecks and that she will never, ever read. But never. We're trying. Listen, I I tried. I I did Belladonna and Fox Glove this year. Oh, my God. Wait. So silly. I did Radiance this year by Grace Draven. Yeah. that is a romance to see. I did it on audio mm-hmm. and it's like strangers to friends to lovers with a marriage with strangers an arranged marriage. Strangers Enemies. to friends yeah. <laughs> to lovers. And it's like kind of 
funny because they both think the other is like super fucking ugly when they meet because he's like a creature or something i don't know and she's a human so to him he's like oh humans are fucking gross and to her she's like this creature is fucking gross but then like they laugh about it and then they they fall in love i can't tell you a single other thing that happened in that book i just that part which means it's definitely a romanticy yeah oh yeah you're so right um but i gave it 4.25 stars but a lot of people love that book like um our friends Gracie and Lomi recommended it to me, and that's when I did that one. Um, but yeah, I I did Bella Donna and Foxglove this year, and honestly, mm, I don't want to hurt Kayla's feelings, but I think if Foxglove was better, I'd probably be like more up Bella Donna's ass. But since Foxglove to me was not that good, I'm looking at Bella Donna now, and I'm like, what was the point? You're... Kayla is not looking happy. Bonkers. I'm I'm, I? I'm just restraining myself because I don't want to get myself more upset, so I'm just not gonna say anything. Listen, you are. I just think Adeline Grace was like, whoops, don't know what we're doing anymore. You're like the only person who thinks that. Am I? Who else is in your DMs? Give me their name so I can harass them. No. Was it Monica? I just feel like every. No, No, Monica. I just. I just feel like every time I tell people why I didn't like Fox Club, they're like, with the exception of probably Kayla, they're like, oh yeah, actually, actually yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "Thank you." I disagree. I think it's because you went. I think if (laughs) I think if you would have had different opinions about the very beginning of the book, of that book, if you would have felt differently about one specific character, yeah, then the entire book would have felt more cohesive to you. It was not just Blythe. Oh, Selena hated Blythe too. No, um, I'm, t- I know, I'm saying, oh, Selena's the one who's talking shit, huh? I know Selena hated Blythe. She told me, I've, I was talking to Selena a little bit about it, but and um, I know she hated Blythe, but Why? that's okay. I don't, I don't have to. Uh, Blythe in the beginning, annoying. I didn't love. Like, I was mad at her, and I was mad at her in the middle when she was fighting with Cigna, but like, she made up for, for me. Like, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ecstatic for the next book, but anyway. um, also, Allie agreed with me that Death gave like nothing, so. And Allie listen, said I'm in her trust, review I'm that Fox Love might be better Allie. than Belladonna, but whatever. What do Bro, I? Bro, I don't listen. I just know people be talking shit. We're not gonna have uh, a Belladonna Fox Glove episode anymore. Oh, we can. No, I'll no, win. If you we'll didn't win. think, if you would have thought Fate was a pathetic little bitch like we did, you would have enjoyed the book way more. But for some reason, you liked Fate. That's not. I literally also said, "Oh my gosh, why do? Why did it take us like?" over half of the book to actually get to Fox Club and we barely spent any time talking to the people who knew her parents best. We still don't know how the fuck her parents even died to begin with, who poisoned them. And I feel like that's I such wasn't. a big plot point to to Cigna's story. We barely know how her fucking powers were. I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then you were like, oh, she's life. But yeah, Cigna doesn't give a fuck that she's life. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, she's in love with death. But you're not a little bit curious. And that's what pisses me off about Cigna because Adeline Grace picks oh. and chooses when Cigna is the smartest person in the room. When no, with that, I'm like, she either is super smart than everyone else or she's not smart at all. Pick. But she, she can't. So I'm like, what are we doing? I was not I was not even thinking about the fact at all throughout the whole book that she wasn't in Foxglove. I wasn't. Neither. I did not Not care. even one time. Why would she want to go back to the place where all her family died when she has it's a home? Literally the place I mean, I knew that... It's the place she's been waiting to inherit since... She, she doesn't want girl. it. She said that. Once she got sent back there, she was like, I wanted this yeah, for so long, but now I have my once, family. I don't want to go. But that was once she got sent back there. I wish we could have just gotten there sooner. And then her fucking family, Elijah, who was drunk all of the first book and in jail this book. I'm like, why do you care about this man? You don't talk to this man. Why do you care about this man? His son just tried to kill you. His wife just made your first few months here a living hell. And then you got his daughter who who's trying to like just get you out of here the whole book. Like, why do you care about these fucking people? It made she no fucking sense. was not trying to get Cigna out of there the whole book. It's only when she I mean, found out that she was... It only it felt, when she found out what happened. That's the only time. It felt like the whole book. I don't know. Okay. It just I did not have a good time. We can move on. But I just didn't think that book was that good. Period. You, you lied to me to my <laughs> face and said four stars. <laughs> you are a liar. I said no. I said... I was like, Kayla... I'm being nice. I'm gonna give it four stars, and you're like, "Oh, Kendra, like if you need to, like you can run out." Like, no, yeah, you like li- I, I liked, I liked, I liked a, a lot of it, but it's just one of those things. Like the more I think about it, I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, what was okay. going on?" We gotta move on. Brandy has therapy at seven. Okay, 
<laughs> I'm leaving that part in. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, my favorite, honestly, my favorite romantic is probably yeah, Akamath, like loser, haha, whatever. But and I like, really like, I really like Radiance. But that's the thing. Like, I don't even care if a book isn't marketed as a romantic. Like, that's the thing I'm gonna focus on the most, no matter what. Like, even with yeah. Prince, like. I love Jude's journey individually, but like when I think back on that series, I'm thinking of Jude and Cardin together, not separately. So yeah, yeah. I I mean I love romanticy, like it makes my heart squeeze. That makes sense. Just from that question, then I know I guess we already kind of mentioned some, but like, who are your favorite fantasy couples? Are they different from? the romanticy books that we've already mentioned i have one okay so this series isn't technically but one of my favorite couples ever within like fantasy magic whatever is simon and um baz from the simon snow series those are just my fucking those are my boys i love them so much so yeah i really love simon and baz my kids and then obviously Reese and Feyre, Slay. Slay. And then my top is like Jude and Cardin forever and ever and ever. I just think they're like the perfect fantasy couple. I have, like Kayla mentioned earlier, I have a whole tattoo dedicated to them. They're my kids. I mean, they're pretty perfect. I'm so excited for, I can't recall the name, but the next book, The Stolen Air, the one that came out this oh, year, yeah. the next one's coming out next next year the beginning of next year and she said that we're gonna get more jude carden content and that one and i'm really excited for that bro i just like when i was super into jude and carden like that's when i like started to get back on tumblr there's so many good fan fictions about jude and carden like building a life together and just like things that he like does for her i'm like fuck and their fan art is like next level it's so good so good so good so good wait kayla can i guess at yours guess at my favorite couple yeah a few of them Go for it. Okay, so Kayla will never, ever, ever shut up about um, what's his name, Hunt, Hunt and Bryce from Crescent City. <laughs> yes, like uh, I, if they have one fan, it's Kayla. If they have no fans, she's dead. Who else? Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say unpopular opinion, but Crescent City is my favorite Sergi Mass series. It's my her, that's my favorite book by her is Crescent City, but that's unpopular. I think it's her. So. I think it's her best book written. Not my favorite, but I think it's her most yeah. well written. You love what? Uh, what are their names? Roman and Iris from Divine Rivals. Oh, what are their names? Oh my mm. god! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I say that as I stare at the. Well, I can't even see all the copies that you have right now. I, I just see two of your special editions. That's because there's only two right there. Yeah, I said I can't see all of them. I know you have more okay. than that. Those two. All right. And then you yeah. also probably really like the couple from Fourth Wing, even though I haven't read that and I don't know their names. Violence, Violence whatever the Zayden. fuck. Oh, they would not Zayden? be in my top. They would not oh, be in my top. I mean, I do really love them, but they're not in my top. Yeah. Yet. I mean, yeah, I guess we'll see how the series plays out, but. Is that pink haired bitch uh, from. Um, <laughs> from <laughs> Jackson from, Evangeline? Are they on your list? No, they're not on my list. My, I, I love that. Yeah, I have a, I have a list. How did um, I do? You did really well. You named two of the five that I wrote down. Oh, shit. Okay, keep going. Um, Bryce Hunt, Roman Iris, Jude Carden. Oh, lady. Um, Death and Cigna. Mm-hmm. And then I also wrote down, I mean, I guess this, this text technically makes it six, but Sidra and Torn and Jack and Adara from the Elements of Cadence Duology are just like, especially because Brandy recently read them and it's just like making me remember how much I love them. So they're just, yeah. they just make, th- those couples just like make my heart warm you know so yeah those are some sidra, of my sidra and torin and uh jack and adara are definitely new additions to my list as well which i think that's so unique to have a duology following two couples but both couples are in both books like mm-hmm. i love that i would probably say i'm just like naming all the most basic book talk books somebody's gonna listen to this and be like she has no fucking taste but i love achilles and patroclus from song of achilles um, which I know they're not like, fantasy? her original characters. Yeah, there's like gods. I think and it stuff. counts. Yeah, I think it counts. Yeah, his his mom is half wraith. She like comes up. Well, from the I sea. didn't. I didn't. If know it's not fantasy, then what is it? You know, I didn't know if mythology counts separate from fantasy. Oh, yeah, that's I'm why sure. I said that. I was just looking for this for this in, purposes. It counts. For in 2021, books. I read 40 fantasy books. Nice. Isn't that crazy? 
That's good. But yeah, I love Jude and Carden. I love Death and Sigma. Oh, you like you're you love recent favorite too. I do. I'm a yeah. recent favorite girly. I mean, I'm also a Nesta and Cassian girly too. I know Brandy's not, but yeah, it's okay. We it's okay, Brandon. It's okay. Silver Flames is my second favorite book of the series. I don't know what you guys want from me. She's I just fun. Think she's annoying. <laughs> Leave that part in, and then see who comes to our comment section. <laughs> You hear that here first. Brandy thinks that Nesta is annoying. <laughs> yeah. Kayla and I do not I mean, do that statement, by the way. I also love Erin and what the fuck is her name from the Bridge Kingdom? Oh, I haven't read it, but I know who you're talking about. I can picture their little fan Aaron art, their cover. And... I can tell you love them a lot if you don't even remember their name. Shut up. I read that book two years ago. <laughs> While Brandy's looking that up, I'll also just mention that I do love, and Brandy is going to roll her eyes, but I do love Rain and Oriah from the... Um, no! I like that. Okay. What's the series? <laughs> um, Crowns, Crowns of Nyax, yeah. yeah, by Krista Broadbent. Mm-hmm. I love them, but I've I also finished she's, the duology. I think she's a so. little bit not like other girls. It's the only thing. <laughs> she's a little bit... Mm-mm. Um, yeah. Lara and Aaron from the Bridge Kingdom, which is another one there where we people go. are like, is that even fantasy? Because I don't think anybody has powers. I don't think there's really a magic system, but there's just like oh. the storms are like controlled. I don't know. It's one of those ones that's like a cusper. It's labeled under fantasy on mm-hmm. my story graph. So I really love them. That though that series is so divisive. Some people think it's the most trash books that have ever been written. I devoured them. They're free on Audible. Kayla. I did know that. I actually have the first one downloaded. I just have never got to it. I think they're well done. I will. Oh, even even though I'm not a Throne of Glass stan whatsoever, I love Kellen Yurine. Oh, I think they're yeah, the best do. couple in that series. Fight me. I can't stand Rowan and Aelin, those people. But Kellen Yurine, mm-hmm. mega slay. <laughs> mega yeah. slay. My my two favorite couples from that series are Kale and Yurine easily, and then Manon and Dorian. But but they're not even like you I can't, can't yeah. count. That. <laughs> I know that's why it kind of hurts. I know that that's why it hurts. I'm in pain. I DNF before I got to either of those couples. So. I mean, but like you knew, you knew. I oh yeah, yeah for sure. All right. If you had to pick like a favorite fantasy series or standalone, would you be able to? My go-to when people ask me my favorite is the Green Bone Saga by Fonda Lee, just because I think it's just like so incredibly plotted, like little tiny things that were mentioned in one sentence at the very beginning of book one will come in and be a massive part of the plot in book three. And I just think that's Fonda Lee is just such a master. She also wrote a book called Untethered Sky, which is incredible. That's a standalone novella. And it, I just think that she's such an incredible writer. So those two. I do. I mean, with how much Brainy talks about those ones, I do kind of want to read those ones. The Greenbone Saga. I think they're so good. And there is like some romantic elements to it, even though it's definitely not a romanticy. But like the family aspect of it is incredible. It's following a family, like specifically three siblings. Mm-hmm. I just I the political intrigue is so incredible. And it's one of those ones that I just read very slowly and took my time with over the course of like five months. And it was just Oh, Amazing. Wow. I laughed. I cried. Had a grand old time. We know Kinders is going to be the folk of the air. Yes. Was that your opinion? Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll skip you then. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just listen, kidding. Listen. It's your favorite. I just know it, you so well. Yeah. I, I also think I pissed you off a little bit with my well, shit maybe. talking about. So maybe. Yeah, my series is the Co-Prince series by Holly Black, uh, aka the Folk of the Air series. It's four books. One of the books is a novella of I think just utter perfection. And Brandy mentioned this earlier earlier too that the writing is just so mature. Like Holly Black, just like the conversations and themes that she has in that series, I just think are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um and I just I I love yeah I just love Jude like I I love Jude it's, grief and, and independence and finding yourself and yeah choosing and like, your enemies like uh it's so well and like living with your enemy and like loving yeah. your enemy and yeah and the implications of that 
Yeah, it's and like it's mercy really and like yeah. grace and like forgiveness. Ugh, she's oh my god! So wow, it's just it's so. And I remember, I think the reason why it like stood out to me so much is because reading that first book, I didn't expect there to be like as high of stakes as there were. I think sometimes in YA fantasy, like again, I'm no expert, oh, yeah. so don't come at me if this isn't true. But I just feel like sometimes in YA fantasy, like the stakes aren't high enough, right? So, but mm-hmm. I, that was a book that like the stakes were very real and very high and you felt them really early on. Like Holly Black had no mercy for a lot of people. I also feel like Legendborn is another book that threw me off with how high the stakes were towards mm-hmm. the end where I was like, whoa, whoa, oh, yeah. Tracy, like what are we doing? I literally haven't been able to start Blood March because of how the ending I, of Legendborn fucked me up. I'm scared to start it before the third book is out. <laughs> I'm the only one of the three that has actually read blood marked here so yeah and i get on it i will i know the series isn't done yet though right so like that was the grace that i had with um cruel prince is that it was a completed series so that Mm -hmm. way i could like deep dive into it but with legendborn it's like i know there's one more book still coming out but it is really it's just such an incredible yeah we don't know when but like tracy's such an incredible writer like i i trust Mm -hmm. her process it's just so cool and it's like it's one of the only that I know of, and again, I don't know everything when it comes to fantasy, but it's one of the only black fantasy books that isn't rooted in African mythology and lore. And like, as someone who is a black American, I really appreciated that because you don't see it a lot. So like to have a magic system based in history that I am personally connected to, that's pretty Mm -hmm. slay. Me talking about like the tragedy of slavery and I'm like, kind of slay 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 if i had to recommend a series and i'm only gonna pick a completed series i don't want to recommend one that's not complete yet then i would i would recommend probably the um elements of cadence duology it's we've described it before as like if you like outlander you would like this series because it's basically like if if you're trying to picture something picture like an island like off the coast of Scotland, you know, very much deals with lads and lasses and bards and lairds and all that. Kilts. But yeah. yeah, kilts. They're wearing kilts, things like that. But but Rebecca Ross's writing is so like I feel like I could there are certain authors where I could feel like I could pick their writing out of a lineup. And I feel like Rebecca Rebecca Ross's is one of them. It's just so poetic and lyrical and it's just beautiful. And there are so many like quotes that you can pick out, especially like ones where she talks about being in love and the feeling of being in love that are just so beautiful and gorgeous. And um, yeah, th- that series is just so well done. So beautiful. She really had me go in there for a couple of times in that series. I was really nervous. Yeah, I would definitely recommend that series. It's it's completed. It's amazing. They're gorgeous. Also, the covers are beautiful. I just think it's so funny because I remember when Kayla read, I don't know if I, I don't know when you read the first one, but I do remember when you read the second one and you're like, Kendra, I don't think you're going to like it, but so it's just funny. It's funny to hear you be like, I recommend. (laughs) No, I genuinely don't know if you'll like it though. That's the thing. Like, especially I feel like you're really protective of it because she said the same thing to me. And I remember I texted her when I was like 10% into the first book. I was like, what do you mean I'm not going to like this? Like, I'm already <laughs> obsessed with it. I'm just, yeah, I think it's just because I get nervous. I'm like, which is so like funny it. because I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I feel like you get nervous because I also love fantasy. Because like, I, Ma- yeah, I think that's a piece of it. Yeah. And I sometimes get nervous to recommend fantasy stuff to you because I'm like, what if this isn't her brand of fantasy? You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I feel like oh. I feel like with fantasy. Oh my god, we're such good friends to each other. <laughs> I feel like with fantasy, it's it's hard because like there's so many. I mean, the same way with romance, I guess. But there's so many different kinds, and there's so many different ways that fantasy can go wrong for somebody. That you know, when you recommend something, it's like, oh god, you know, there's just so many aspects that have to go right in a fantasy that you know, to make you like it. And yeah. so I think that's a big piece of it too, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then our last little discussion piece was recent faves. So yeah. is there something that you've read super recently that you've loved? And mine is Six Court Roses, which is the novella between the first two books in the Crowns of Nyaxia series, which I liked that book so much more than I liked the full length novel i haven't 
finished the second i haven't even started the second book yet mm. but i really liked the novella it was very tender yes it's very different one more sex scene it would have been perfect i know <laughs> me too i i thought i wish it was like a full-length novel like i could have read about them i mean i was gonna say that it's low stakes it's not really low stakes at all but i mean like <laughs> compared to the first one it's a lot different it's kind of slower it's a much slower. It's a novella but yeah. it's it's just it's yeah you're right it's more tender it's like a beauty and the beast retelling yeah i like always struggle with novellas because i ask myself the question of like well like am i supposed to be left like wanting more wishing it was a full-length novel is that like the goal of a novella or should i be satisfied with what i get because i feel like i go 50 50 with novellas sometimes i'm like that was exactly what i needed that was perfect i don't need any more but then there are some times where i'm like damn i wish this was a full novel and should that mm-hmm. be the goal of novellas? I don't know. Something for you to ponder. It's a good question. It's a good question. My recent fave is One Dark Window by Rachel Gillig. I think Brandy would love this book. Now, I said I was oh. nervous about the elements of Cadence, but I think Brandy would really like this one. It's also perfect for going into spooky season. This so episode is coming out in October. Oh, that's the one where the monster is living in her head, right? Yes. So um, the romance is more of a subplot. So it is not a romantic. I wouldn't classify it as one. But it's the magic system is so, so unique. I've never read anything like it. I don't want to say too much. But yeah, a big piece of this book is that um, the main character, Elspeth. Elspeth, mm. I, I hope I'm saying that right. I physically read this one, so I don't actually hear her name and how it's pronounced. She got sick when she was younger. And essentially this this sickness, and normally these like people who get sick get killed or they get like put away um but she her sickness was kept secret and everything but she has what's called the nightmare quote-unquote living in her head and basically like talks to her um and helps her like have powers and things like that it's just it's so good it's perfect like i said for fall and it's kind of it's it's an adult as well i thought it was ya going into it it's actually adult it's kind of there's certain moments that are kind of gory and kind of gross but it's so good I had so much death and Cigna brain rot that when Kayla told me to follow this book, I was like, oh, did she fall in love with a monster no. in her head? And she's like, he no, doesn't. the monster is not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not very nice. I mean, it's you you kind of like weirdly care about him, even though he's like kind of the villain. I don't know. It's really interesting. It's very unique. It's just like I said, it's unlike anything I've ever read in a fantasy. So I'm gonna add a highly right recommend. now, and the and it's a duology, and the next book comes out in October, so it'll be done in less than a month. Very excited, Kendra. Have you read any recently? Or Fox Glove, right? She What's hated it. So, oh yeah, you said recent faves, girl. Let's be honest. Oh um, my god, no. Mm. No, <laughs> no. Um, I will like the the fantasy that I read before Fox Club was Divine Rivals, and I enjoyed that. Ah. So, well, okay. I mean, that was I'll a long that. time ago. At this point, it I'm was so like a sorry. Couple months ago, I am not excited for the second Divine Rivals book. I know everyone's like, I mean, like I am, but I'm I'm not. You're just like it's a book that's coming out. No, or you don't not, think you're gonna. He's read not it. excited for a certain reason. I I am. Oh, I'm not yeah, a fan yeah, yeah. of a trope in that will be presented in it. It's actually like my least favorite trope. So I don't know why we'll she's doing how that. it's, we'll see how it's done. I'm, I'm, I trust Rebecca Ross just based off of the three books I've read. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll um, see. Do you guys have books, fantasy books that are on your TBR that you're really excited mm-hmm. for? Lomi texted me and oh, Kayla yeah. and she was like, this is not a new book, but she texted us and she was like, Hey guys, Kayla was like, are you going to ask for a book rack? And she there and Lomi was like, no, but isn't it funny how I'm always taking your book racks and you guys never take mine? So I will be reading Dance of Thieves yeah, after I finish I this Kennedy oh, Ryan series. That's, that's on my list and is has been on my list because of Lomi. And now Monica, too, is like always like, Kendra, like, you have to read it. You have to read it. But Lauren Asher messaged me and was like, hey, actually you should read the series that comes before it because it all ties together. So I'm like, oh yeah. my God, that's so many books. Lomi said the same thing. Lomi said that we would get more out of Dance of Thieves, that duology, if we had read the trilogy before, but we don't need to. So I will not be reading the first. That's the exact same thing that happened with the Caraval series and Once Upon a Broken Heart. I really, really did not want to read an entire trilogy in order to have to read this other series. And you absolutely don't. However, you will miss like a couple of things in context. Yeah, but what I did 
was I went onto the Caraval wiki page <laughs> and I read all up on the characters that are in Once Upon a Broken Heart and that was enough for me. As far as like books that are on my TBR or that I'm looking forward to, yeah, Dance of Thieves, I, that is definitely on my TBR because of Lomi. And then like other books that haven't released yet, Two Twisted Crowns, which is the second book in the One Dark Window series, Ruthless Vows, I don't need to explain that one, Iron Flame in November, we'll be picking that up on release day. Those are like the main ones for me at the moment. Oh, and oh, duh, A Curse for True Love, October 24th. The third book in the Once Upon a Broken Heart series. You're obsessed with reading unfinished it. series, Brian. I don't know why she has it to herself. What can I say? I it, it doesn't like it doesn't bother me. Not, not, I mean, obviously, like I'm like, oh my god, I need the next book now. How am I going to wait? Blah 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 blah. But like, I don't know. I, I need I, instant I just gratification. Want to read yeah. <laughs> I need to know what happens, and I need to know it right now. I can I can deal with it. I obviously Dance of Thieves, but like we'll see. That's not going to happen anytime <laughs> mm. soon. To be honest, <gasps> what okay. if we um, triple buddy read it? I don't trust my I don't trust myself to like buddy read a we fantasy done that you shit guys. since Magnolia Parks yeah fantasy like because you guys are just like different fantasy girls I'm just not on like <laughs> the same fantasy level but I'm doing like the friends TBR challenge and then Taz's book that she wanted me to read was some Cassandra Clare book I'm looking at it right now but I Clockwork can't see the title Princess. no not that one no? um no Shana it's Thorne? the no, you guys are thinking of a different series. Oh wait, uh-huh. Clock- oh. Clockwork Angel. I don't know. Oh. It's it's the one with the black Angel. and white cover. Is it Angel? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I Clockwork don't know. Something. It's, it's, a, it's a part. It's the trilogy that's based off of the whole other. City I don't bones. know. It's Cassandra Clare. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then I want to read Fourth Wing, but I'm like, do I want to read Fourth Wing? I don't know. It's just one of those things where I feel like I just ha- that's going to be something that I'm going to have to like sit out on until it's done or something. I don't know. Sit what, out oh until wait, it's done. Miss Shelby Mahern herself, the author of Serpent and Dove, is coming out with a spinoff series, and the book is called The Scarlet Veil, and it comes out next week. And I'm going to go buy it. Don't know when I'm going to read oh. it, but I am going to buy it. Um. And it's going to be like with vampires and it follows a main character. It follows a character from the Serpent and Dove series who I just thought was like so fucking annoying until the end. And so it will be exciting to see that person get a love story. And I just want to see like everyone else too. Fantasy girls forever and ever. Right, Kendra? Right? Sure. So go on to our Instagram. (laughs) bring at bring your own pod and tell us on this episode post what your favorite fantasy books are and Mm -hmm. any that you have on your tbr if you enjoyed us talking about these fantasy books we would really appreciate if you could rate this podcast five stars um and then yeah follow our pod instagram and our personal bookstagrams are linked there if you want to keep up with us and if you're like please stop talking then maybe i will good job everybody all right good job we'll see you next week with a very special guest. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, very special. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very very special. So, yeehaw, everybody! Yeehaw! We'll see you then. Get your cowboy boots. Get your cowboy boots and get your passports. We're going to Canada, babe. Woo! All right. Woo! Bye. Guys. Bye.